I'm so thrilled to be chatting with one of my dearest friends today, Jessie Marie. She owns Jessica Marie Haircut in Parker, Colorado, and she specializes in hand-tied hair extensions. But she has another big project in the works that I can't wait for you guys to hear about. This is something that is so exciting for stylists, and you're going to hear all about it today. So thanks for being on here today, Jessie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be on here. Like I listen to this podcast all the time and I can't believe I'm actually like on the other end. It's so awesome. So thank you so much. Well, I'm honored to have you on here. You are, you know, of course we've been friends for uh, how many years now? I don't I don't know if it's four or five. I was four trying to or five. that out. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jesse and I met, of course, at another educational event. And mm-hmm. I've met a lot of my, you know, best friends at other hair events. So, you know, as far as stylists getting out there, that's how you meet people. But um, Jesse and I have been friends for so long and, and just in a, a support system at that, especially in 2020. I mean, mm-hmm. we, were, oh we, were on the, <laughs> we were on the phone about every other day, like, okay, how are we handling this? How do, you know, what do we do? What's next? And so, you know, having those people like you is, is such a, such an honor, but um, especially like you, Jesse, you're the most genuine person in the whole wide world. And I think everyone agrees with me. So I can't wait for them to hear about everything that you've got going. Oh, thank you. I feel the same about you. <laughs> well, you're about to revolutionize the way people take care of their hair. Um, and so I'm excited for them to hear about, you know, what you've got going. But first, I kind of want you to tell them, um, you know, your background. Like, how did you get into the hair industry? Okay, well, um, you know, I've known since I was eight. I don't know why eight, but just that I I knew I wanted to do hair one day. And Um, I grew up just playing in a family of sports and softball was kind of my jam. So I just decided, you know, I'm going to get a scholarship in college, get my business degree and then go to hair school. And um, that's pretty much what I did. And um, I just when when I was eight, I was like, okay, I have all these Cabbage Patch dolls. I'm going to (laughs) start teaching, teaching or teaching myself how to braid on them. And you know, you're braiding yarn and there's bald spots. (laughs) I was about to say, aren't they yarn? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. So I learned, I guess, through yarn. And I, it's really odd. I love to braid, but the way I taught myself is not like an original way to do it, but I have the same outcome. So I don't know how that happened, but anyway, um, also like super creative and, um, my mom actually did hair just kind of intrigued me and I was like, you know what? I want to do hair. And I just feel like I was so meant to do that. And I just know I'm on the right path. So, and I can't Mm. wait to launch whatever we're, I'm about to, (laughs) I think it's going to be pretty great. It's going to be awesome. That's pretty much, um, how I started, uh, yeah. How long have you been doing it? I have been doing hair 11 years now, which sounds so bizarre because I remember oh. thinking in hair school, like, I can't wait to be one of those stylists that's been saying I've been doing hair for 30 years. But God, that sounds <laughs> That means we're old, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's yeah. Thanks, Tara. That's yeah. So true. I know. <laughs> I know. But, I'm. I'm in. I, I didn't know that we start. Must have started the same year because I went. I'm on my 11th year now as well. You and are. So, uh huh. So. Oh my gosh. I know, but it's like you know we've been doing something for over a decade now. So. 
It's kind of crazy. It does mean we're old. <laughs> it does mean we're old. <laughs> I know, Jesse, that, you know, now you are um, a master with hand tied extensions specifically, but um, how long, you know, how long have you been doing extensions? I think it's been four or five years. What year was that? That Yeah, I guess five, four or five years. Yeah, four or five years. I can't remember exactly what year that was. But, you know, I was just being like kind of that yes hairstylist that I was doing kids cuts and men's cuts and just everything there was. And I kind of dipped into hair extensions a little bit. um, And I was doing a lot of like the fusion and tape all that stuff and I randomly found this educational class and just taking that was like a business life coaching class and I just wanted to be able to really hone in on that craft because I just really found how much of a difference I could make in people's lives by doing that and um, I've just transferred my whole business from being booked solid of how many of 10 clients a day to three a day now of just doing hair extensions and that's making been more my money. goal all along, making so much more money. Like I just got my taxes back from this last year and I doubled what I made last just in a year okay. during a pandemic. So I'm okay. definitely doing exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's a good thing when you double your income on taxes, right? <laughs> this yeah. last year, well, we talked, you and I talked a lot this past year, you know, about like, I know you bought, you bought a house this past year mm-hmm. and, I did. um, you know, as stylist, I think it's also, that's good to say out loud, like on my taxes, I doubled my income and, yes. and stylist, if you're listening, your taxes should be doing that. You should be, you should be paying in, you should be claiming what you're making. And so, I love that you said that. It hurts. It hurts. But, you know, you can go out and buy things like houses. And, and, you know, so I know that was exciting for you this past year. And I've loved watching you grow. And I've loved watching, you know, what all you've accomplished. And, you know, I do because I feel the same way, you know, behind the chair. I'm, you know, primarily extensions as well. And I feel like that has been, you know, such an aspect of our success in the last Mm -hmm. several years. And, um, you know, it's awesome to make people feel, um, a certain way with hair extensions, but it's also awesome to claim double on your taxes. So absolutely. It's I'm really excited. cool to see your hard work pay off. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it is paying more money to the IRS. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so when you first started doing hair, um, you know, what were your, what were your goals when you first started out and how do they probably differ from what they are now? When I first started doing hair I had this huge dream to you know I'm gonna buy a salon in New York City and I'm gonna live in it because I know I won't be able to afford actual (laughs) like housing but the way I'm gonna save is I'm just gonna do hair in like this little town of Parker and just save 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 and then buy my salon or building in New York City well I actually built so quick in Parker that I didn't I I had like that kind of dream quote unquote just I don't know it wasn't my path and so you were you were at the point where you were like I don't New York City's not my not my path oh yeah so when I was going through hair school I was a server at Chili's 
And I was fortunate enough to work with like a bunch of girls and I would tell them, come in, see me, you know, I'll do your hair, blah, blah, blah. And that's just how I built was serving tables because then their hair would look, I mean, kind of decent for hair school kind of look. And then they would, their tables would ask, you know, who gets your, who does your hair? And so right out of hair school, I just went and did part-time booth rental and so that's why I wanted to just save, save, save. And also I was like, well, if I'm doing that part-time. Maybe I'll go to, this is kind of ironic. Um, I had an interview at a blow-dry bar salon, like right when they started. A dry, um, I forget what it was called, but um, it was this ritzy place in Cherry Creek. And my interview was to blow-dry the owner's hair. And she had fusion extensions all over her head, matted everywhere. (laughs) I hadn't really worked with them. And it's just kind of funny how this was 11 years ago and look at what I'm doing now. But um, I was trying to shampoo her hair. And anyway, I didn't know how to section her hair with all these extensions. Needless to say, I didn't get the job. But (laughs) um, so I just decided to just keep working part time and booth rent on my own. And just because I did not want to work for anybody else. And I just kept building and building. And then I eventually went full time, like within six months. And then my New York dream was crushed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think your I think your path um, was just meant to be a little different than that. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I think I wanted to I mean, I did move off after hair school, but I wanted to like live in L.A. and Mm -hmm. work on, you know, I don't even know famous people. I don't even know if famous people or even what I would call famous now, you know, the, the people that I had in mind at the time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, you know, I get it, but thank God I didn't go down that path, you know, because I I wouldn't be where I'm at at all. Exactly. So we're right where um, we need to be. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to know though, as far as, you know, your accomplishments, what's your, what's your biggest accomplishment this far in your 11 years of doing hair? That is a really tough one. You know, I was thinking about that and something that was really, really neat to me going back to just being in this town of Parker, there's about like 61,000 people I'd say, but last, so 2019 and 2020, I got the best of Parker salon award. And I, that's back to back. And so I'm like part of this hall of fame. And I just thought that was really cool because I'm at a Sola salon and I'm, it's just me, you know, and there, there's a salon on every corner in this town. And just, I think for me to get recognized, I just like, that was a huge accomplishment for me. And I was, I was pretty proud of that one. Yeah, that's, you should be proud of that one. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I'm not surprised, but, um, I mean, I don't need like an award. I I just, (laughs) we all need an award. (laughs) I I thought that was, that was pretty neat, you know, just me being in here alone and I I still got recognized. Yeah, for sure. For me. Yeah, that's huge. No, that's amazing. Because like you said, I mean, you're in you're in a suite and you're by yourself. And, you know, typically people that in my town, I know that that when awards like that, they're like big salons that have a mm-hmm. whole a whole team, you know, that that right. helps them with the publicity. So um, I think that's amazing for sure. So what what would you tell 
young Jesse that just got into <laughs> the industry? You know, I I don't want to say I have regrets, but I really do wish right out of school I did some sort of an assistant program. I just had the mindset of I don't want to work for anybody else, but I just feel like I could have learned so much more assisting for somebody, even as little as six months to a year. But I was just stubborn and didn't look for it. But that is something I would go back and do, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you I think you learned. It was just maybe the hard way. But sometimes I think the hard way is um, more rewarding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that is <laughs> You know, rather than true. having having someone <laughs> teach you all the lessons, you just got to learn them yourself. So, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely no regrets there. But, um, yeah, assistant program is always great and always a great mm-hmm. choice for people. Um, but I want to talk all things about the new project. So okay. I want, I'm just excited. I want every stylist to know about this, um, what is about to be a crazy large company. I know it's going to be. Tell us the name of the project. Okay. It is called Hera Goddess and it's Hera like H-E-R-A. She, it's all like Greek goddess inspired. Um, I love that. It's so beautiful. Like in Hera, she's the queen of gods and it sounds like hair. So yeah. it just, it, it's perfect. It, it, I think it is. I'm so obsessed with the brand, every everything of where we're going. Yeah, the brand is beautiful. Um, and, of course, we'll talk about where they can find you to see the brand here in just a little mm-hmm. bit. But um, the brand is beautiful. The name is perfect. Um, I want you to tell everybody, you know, what exactly it is. Okay. So, like, the way I explain it is it's basically like Uber for hairstylists. So... What we decided was to have like a concierge service. So basically as the, the client, if you're from your house, you, if you have something, an event going on, or you have, you just don't want to wash your hair that day or for the week, it's basically, it's a mobile blow dry bar service that comes to you. So, and it's amazing. You can completely customize it to whatever look you want and, Again, it's all Greek goddess inspired styles. So there's just different styles to choose depending on whatever you like. And there's so many different occasions, ways you could use it. And um, I just want, I want it to be so beneficial for the hairstylist that's able to be, they want like a side hustle or if that's all they want to do, they can make their own schedules, their own hours and make as much or as little as they want. And the best way to explain it is like Uber for hairstylists. And I think just the freedom and flexibility of it is super enticing and you can show off your talent that way too. Yeah, no, I think this is, this is such a genius idea. So, okay. So I want to talk first, I want to talk more on the client side of things. So the, the clients like, they um, can get on, like, is it the website? Get on your website, right? And basically request an appointment. Yes. Yeah, so we have, like, this concierge service, which sounds super pretty. That's <laughs> uh, beautiful because I want a concierge for everything. I needed one during my childbirth two weeks ago. I want oh, a concierge I for know, everything. Tara, <laughs> you would use this because I know you hate to do your hair so much. I oh I am getting stylists in my area to sign up for this because I they'll be at my house every week for the service because 
um, my stylist in my salon, you know, they're like, no, I'm not coming to blow. They're sick of me. So I'm ready to have someone <laughs> come to my house and blow dry and fix my hair whenever I need it. So, but anyway, exactly. so they, exactly. I mean, it's like, who wants to do that themselves, especially, you know, with all the extensions we have, but mm-hmm. regardless, I don't even have a shampoo in my shower. I don't think so. Um, it's just not an option. We're not going to blow dry our own hair, but, no. uh, <laughs> um, so clients can get on the website and they can request an appointment. And then what happens from there? So then the concierge service will reach out to the stylist. Mostly I would assume the ones that are closest in the area. Yeah. And it's kind of like a first grab. If you see it and you want it, like it's yours. And so like Uber. We'll have- I think that's how Uber. Okay. Awesome. So they can, the drivers can get on there and basically grab a ride, you know, take the ride or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then if there's going to be a backup stylist in case something goes wrong, they get a flat tire. um, Eventually I'm going to be creating an app where they can just turn it on and they will see who's scheduled or who is going to need something within that week. Like I think it's right. it's there's still a lot of moving parts in it well but yeah an app takes a lot of time oh my <laughs> a good goodness. a good app takes a lot of time anyway. yeah yeah like uber doesn't sure. look the same as it does when we first started you know it's always no. evolving so absolutely um but right now we're just gonna have the concierge service that's amazing so mm-hmm. okay and then so on the the stylist side of things um so just like you said they can get on there and basically first come first serve they can you know uh, take the service and they go to these, go to the house and they, they do the service as far as like the tools and stuff that they use. How does, how does that work? So when they sign up to be a hair goddess stylist, they will have to purchase a kit that includes a shampoo bowl, towels, somewhat of like a cute little uniform. We have some merch that they're going to be in. Um, they will have to supply their own blow dryer and brushes and irons, but I will have, I will have things like suggestions for people to purchase. Um, and they will also get my training videos because I want every stylist to walk in this, a client's house and have almost the same experience. So they can Mm -hmm. request a style, say like they want the Celine and Mm -hmm. I, I would hope that the stylist would know exactly how I sectioned it, how I flat ironed it, washed like from start to finish. And so they'll, it'll come with training videos. So every stylist that signs up to be a Harris stylist, they get trained by you as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. So they get trained. That's amazing. Um, Can I, I want to be trained as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you're just like, the, you're the queen of styling. And, Thank you. Um, I do love styling. You are. And you, and so that's, I mean, that's that's a treat in itself that these stylists are going to be actually trained how to do these things properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's so important. Like, I think, I think styling is one thing that a lot of, you know, stylists, when they get out of Cosmo school, they don't realize how important it is that you have to be, that you should be trained properly how to style people's hair. 
Um, Absolutely. You know, I feel like I spent a lot of time on just styling itself in my assistant program. And I've had clients tell me that's actually one of the main reasons why they they stick with me is because how I style out and finish them. And Mm -hmm. I know you hear the same thing. And Mm -hmm. so even in my own salon, you know, I'm always like, I know that styling seems so you know, sometimes minute when you're doing a color extensions and, you know, all the things, but people care how they walk out the door and what they look like. And, you know, if it's not, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, that's just, if it's not quite right, you know, like you're probably about to say, nobody wants to walk out looking crazy. So no. And to go home and have to fix it themselves. Yeah, absolutely. So that's amazing. So where did this idea come from? Well, this is a funny story. So I had, so thanks to you, I met Caroline and Posh PR and uh, right in the middle of the pandemic, um, I bounced so many ideas off of you. So I have to like kiss the ground you walk on, but um, I had talked to them and they're like, okay, how can you make more money without putting more hours in behind the chair? Yeah. And I said, they said, you know, what, what do you like most? And I said, styling. I love styling and finishing out a client. I get requests daily from my clientele right now. Hey, do you have time for a blow dry style? And I never do because I'm so booked. But I mean, if I had the time, I would love it. So they were thinking, okay, what if you hired a couple girls and you, you know, you could have your own little mobile blow dry bar service and they go to them. I was like, okay, that's good. And then I started thinking, well, that might be like some, a quick, a lot of turnover, you know, and I don't really want employees. I didn't want a lot of employees. So I actually had called you (laughs) and, um, I was talking about this and pretty much I like, we were going through a couple different hairstyles and I was asking, you know, like, do you, how do, how would I do this without employees, like a contract? And we were just like, oh my gosh, Uber for hairstylists. (laughs) And yes. you literally like pulled the phone away from your face and you said to Josh, Josh, what would you think <laughs> about Uber for hairstylists? And he was just like, yeah, that sounds yep. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then I just kind of took it and ran with it. And I called Caroline the next day. And I remember even like what I was wearing. When I called her, I don't know why, but That's so um, funny. I just, I remember it all so vividly and I told her and she was just like, oh my gosh, like this is, <laughs> this is going to be great. We didn't have a name or anything yet, but just how it's like evolved is yeah. going to be so great. And I, I just really want to help a lot of stylists. Like I've tried to find my purpose and I know I've wanted to help people and if it can be in the industry, I think like that just makes it even better. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it'll be such an honor for stylists to be able to work with you, um, you know, and be able to have, I guess, just access to you to be able to pick your brain. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, and to just be personally trained by you too is 
is crazy. Um, I didn't know you were going to tell that story. Oh, yeah. You had (laughs) to backtrack, though. You had the complete idea whenever you called me. Um, I was just trying to think of ways that you didn't have to have employees. Well, yeah. I mean, like, you definitely helped me come up with this idea. (laughs) You really did. Yeah. No, I did not at all, I will say. So you, it was a genius idea, and I'm, I'm just so excited for it. I am, too. Um, what about, okay, so what if, so say a stylist is listening to this. I know there's lots of stylists listening to this. What would make them a great hair stylist? You know, you definitely have to be self-motivated. Like that's number one. You can't, you know, have somebody be like, you need to, you need to go do this. Like it has to be on your dime. You have to carve out time for it. Definitely be outgoing have a mind I think of an entrepreneur and I think the greatest part about this is if you don't have your own business because even if you're a commission stylist you can still do this on the side and if you quote unquote want to because this is essentially your own business so startup cost for this is so minimal and like you're not if you're wanting to start your own business it's not going to be this Right. Um, cheap. That's not the right no. word. But no, that is the uh, correct yeah, word. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, it's a great way to get your feet off the ground and you don't have a ton of overhead and you're just kind of handed everything. But it's, yeah. it, it is self motivation and you don't have to necessarily have all the talent in the world. But if you're trained properly, then you're going to be successful. Absolutely. Well, I think, I mean, I'm glad you answered it that way because that that's the most beautiful part about this business is because, you know, from a stylist standpoint and guys, um, if you're listening, I'm, I think I'm on business like number four or five. And <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen my financial statement, I have invested a lot <laughs> of money into businesses. Mm-hmm. And, and this is so true. You know, you are doing the groundwork. You're creating, you know, the beautiful website. You're creating the merch. You're creating, you know, the, the experience for these clients takes a thinking out of it for stylists first Mm -hmm. of all um but you're doing the you're doing the groundwork because you know the marketing and getting it out there and helping these stylists get clients you know with within this business and so you know it's the perfect way for them to you know want to be want to have their own thing going and i feel like stylists could build you know their own empire Mm -hmm. um you know within hair goddess and so i think I think this is amazing. Well, thanks. For- <laughs> and I mean, it. you could be right out of school. I think this would be even a really, really good opportunity, oh, yeah. you know, or you can be doing hair. Like I just the other day had a stylist apply and on her resume, she went to hair and hair school in 1983. Oh my <laughs> so gosh. I love you that. You can be any age and it's, it's just a matter of, what you want to do with it. So I just, that's just so exciting. I'm excited for this too. When is this launching? Like when do you guys get started on and when does your stylist get going with this? So I want at least to start in Colorado with 10 stylists. And then by the time I get about 10, then I plan to launch. So I'm hoping within the next month we can be there. We're in April, May, and things are starting to pick back up, you know, because of COVID and stuff. So, yeah, absolutely. 
No, I think yeah. that's awesome. We also need at least 10 in Fort Smith, Arkansas too. So okay. perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually going to be working it as well for a little bit because I want to make sure that the experience is good for both the client and the stylist. And if there's things I need to tweak and yeah. I just, I, I think it's good if I were to even work it as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I always say it's always, it's always the best to grab your own broom in your own salon, you know, oh, yeah. that's why I always say to stylists, it's ride grab it your away. own broom. <laughs> yeah. Ride it. You may, <laughs> I do ride mine out the door. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. I feel like I too. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, this is going to be such a, you know, a huge thing I know. So I'm just excited that I feel like I got in on it um, a little early and you're mm-hmm. here talking about it now because you're, you're going to be so huge in such a short amount of time that I, I y'all heard it first right here y'all heard it first here <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is gonna be great I really hope to that it expands like yeah across the U.S. it's going to because it's the best idea ever <laughs> so um what's next for you I mean I know this is next for you but I want to know you know what's next for Jesse Jessica Marie Herco and all of the things Right now, like Jessica Marie Hair Co. is pretty much running itself. I thought I wanted to expand, but I've kind of just started to shift my mindset and for to focus on hair goddess. And I just because I I do not honestly want to do hair for the rest of my life. I think I want to run this business hair goddess and. Yeah. I, I, I want to be in the business side of things, not necessarily hair. So I think eventually the hair goddess will be like my main, main yeah. jam. Um, I, and I want to, I want to travel to these States and you know, like hop in on a ride with a stylist and be a surprise guest at somebody's house. And like, I hey, can we make a TV or, show out of this? I, yes. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that would be fun. I, don't you always wonder why camera crews don't follow you around? Oh, I, I've just, I'm offended almost that they don't. Me so. too, because we're pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, especially you, you're just hilarious. So I think, yeah, Hair Goddess may need its own TV show. Hair Caroline, write that you down if you're listening. Your <laughs> you know the story um, of why you know this this podcast came came to life. And so it's about stereotypes, you know, people always, you know, kind of look down on hairstylists and, and I feel like that's changing though. Let me, let me start with saying that, but do you have your own version of this, of this and, and, you know, how you've kind of beat this stereotype? So I, you know, I don't know why I have, and I know you can relate, obviously this is why this is a podcast, but like Anytime somebody has asked me in the past, like, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I just do hair or I'm just a hairstylist. Like, I almost, you, we, we dumb it down. And I yeah. don't know why we've done that to ourselves. But as far as like a stereotype, this is a tough question. I honestly don't know how to answer. I feel like, I really do feel like the last, especially five years, there's been a huge shift in our yeah. industry, especially because social media yeah in a in a good well social media in that way of yeah it's more explained I hate that it has to be more explained like 
what goes into just a color service and all the different classes and education and everything that we have to prove to people that there's a million ways to do things, but just us expressing ourselves more of like, you know, we're, we're, we're showing more off of like our skills and how to do things. And I think a lot of us hairstylists and just people in our industry, like, the more we've networked together, I've, like you said earlier, yeah. I've made some of my best friends through just going to class. Like that's half the reason why I go to some of these educational mm-hmm. classes is to meet more people. And I just, yeah. um, you know, we're all in this together and helping yeah. each other through it. And I don't yeah. technically have like a story of where somebody yeah, or a no. stereotype like I think that's put great. Me down. Yeah, it's just kind of you've lived it, you know. Yeah, we've yeah, all kind of but kind of I, lived I, it. Even I still catch myself like, oh, I just do hair, but we're yeah. freaking boss babes. Like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. we were we're we're such hard workers. Absolutely, you have, have to, to be. be to make you it have in to this be. Industry. <laughs> you have to be. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, no, I love that. I think, um, you know, that's just that. I think that we, uh, another thing that you said was great was, you know, sometimes we do it ourselves. It's not always other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we, we do, we say, you know, I'll just do hair and I've done it and uh, plenty of times. And so mm-hmm. that's the truth. I think we all need to believe, you know, that we are, I feel like we're changing the world. We are changing the really world. Are. Yes. <laughs> we're taking over. Yes. So a little bit, you know, back to Hera, how, so if a stylist wants to be part of, of the Hera goddess, how do they become a part? So they can, um, email me or message me or, um, and, or email me or did I already say email? Yeah, but you can redo it. Uh, (laughs) Dang it. You can say it again. .hera-goddess.com and there's it's my web the website and you can either you can click on become a hair goddess stylist or for the client they can click on that but they can there's just a form to fill out super easy um and then I will set up a one-on-one FaceTime interview with them and just kind of discuss you know what their goals are what their background is, those types of things. And um, yeah. just make sure they obviously have their cosmetology license. Um, yeah, we need that. And, yeah, and, and I'll get them signed up with my online training videos and kind of uh, go from there and get them signed up. I and- love it. Cool. I'm excited. I can't wait for them. Pretty simple. Yeah, we like to keep things simple for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, tell them where, because Hera has its own Instagram now, right? Oh, yep. Uh, it is at love Hera goddess at love Hera at love Hera goddess. Awesome. Um, but I also want them to know where they can find you. Oh, well you guys can find me at Jessica Marie Hairco, and I do a lot of like cross marketing with them. Just if you, if there's any ever question or whatever, you can reach me on either one. Um, we're just starting to like, show what the new hairstyles are and all the different styles. Yeah, I've seen some of those since you've posted and they're awesome. Oh, thank you. They're um, so fun. And each goddess like hairstyle has like the Gaia is 
the queen of like the ocean. And so her style is like a beach wave, like a beach girl. So I I really love how we've kind of tied all that in. So creative. I'm so excited for this. So yes, stylist, if you are interested in being a part of the hair goddess, um, definitely reach out to Jesse because I'm so excited what this is going to become. Um, such a great way for stylists to make, you know, even more money. And mm-hmm. so um, thank you, Jesse, so much for being on here today and telling everyone all about the new project that you're doing, um, but all about you too. And I, stylist again, at least go follow um, Jesse on Instagram and um, keep up with her. She's not only crazy talented, but the most hilarious and most genuine person <laughs> that you'll ever meet. Um, Thank you so You're going to have to bring back your lives, though. Um, during quarantine, yeah. <laughs> oh during quarantine, gosh. she was playing um, bingo on her lives. And I've just wait, was it bingo? Yep, I did bingo. And then like uh, Bliss Beats, I called it. Yes. I've rebranded since then. I was. Sheer angelic bliss. So I did yeah. like uh you had to name the tune and it was That's something right. to keep people entertained and something it was to do. So but you're entertaining. Right. <laughs> I should do more lives. Lives are so much fun, people. You've got, and you're good <laughs> at it. And you're like hilarious. Oh, no one wants to listen to me. I'm not hilarious, but you are hilarious. Yes. So I do. hate a live personally, but you are great at them. So yeah, let's I request that's my request. Let's bring them okay. back. I will. <laughs> All I'm right. Really well, Thank you so much, Jesse. And I'm just honored again that you are my friend and that you were on the Wordless Hairdressers podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. So much more relaxed than um, I needed to. I, sh- I should not have been anxious, but thank you so much. That Podcasts was so great. are fun. All right. Well, thanks for listening to episode 16 of Wordless Hairdressers podcast. I'm Tara Harville reminding you that building wealth behind the chair is attainable. Bye.